Welcome to the first installment of the Quacker Golf Podcast. I am the lonely, I mean only, quack of this podcast, Casey Hedrick. Now, that's not to say that it'll be just me in this podcast. I'll have a gaggle of guests coming through talking about all sorts of nonsense because, hey, let's be honest, no one wants to sit and listen to me ramble on about golf each and every time. Besides, it makes for better podcasting. At least that's what I've read on my little two Pinterest articles on how to start a podcast. Who knows? Maybe we can pick up some momentum. I can find some nice unpaid co-hosts that I can budget in that'll make this podcast just a little more bearable. I'd probably have to find someone who sounds a little bit better than I do in front of a microphone. And if I'm just lucky enough, has the face for radio too. But we won't push it. What I can get is what I'll get. So I'm going to give it to you straight. There might be a one in a million shot. So I'm basically saying there's a chance. And I'm going to channel my inner Lloyd Christmas on this one. But for this week's podcast, I have actually a special treat. My friend and colleague, Luke Baumgartner. I mean. Yes, we'll go with that. I mean, hi Luke, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm doing well, it is a chilly Sunday afternoon. A uh, little bit rainy. It, okay, maybe not so much sunny, but there's got to be a sun up there, right? Probably. Somewhere amongst the clouds there's probably a sun. Uh, it'd be so nice just to have a nice little sunny day. Yeah, it actually ruined our golf game today. It did. I was looking forward to it, I mean... I wasn't going to put you to shame or anything, but I'm pretty sure I was about to dominate the golf course. Hey, look, I'll go out and fire 96 off and not even think twice about it. So be careful. I, I'd be happy to shoot a 96 <laughs> at this point. I'm right now sitting at 110, and that's just being generous. Who knows what I got. It's, I'm not saying that I'm bad. I'm just saying there's a lot of areas that I can work on that will greatly improve my so game. So you're, you're – your drive. My drive. Your mid-irons. My mid-irons. Your short irons. My short irons. <laughs> and your putter. Definitely that. Definitely okay. have to get the putter. All right, so a few, um, few areas. And then, then the best part is club selection. <laughs> Apparently, there's a club for every you know shot out in the course. I didn't know this. Really? And apparently, I picked the wrong one every time, too. <laughs> I don't know. It's... It's a learning. It's a learning process, right? Yeah, that's you learn you as you go. I, I'm definitely going. I don't know where I'm going, but <laughs> it, it's it's going. Okay, Luke. So I want to kind of catch everyone up to speed over what's happened over these past couple weeks in golf, because this is basically why we're doing this fun little podcast, just to do a weekly recap of golf, the ins and out of it, the tactics, the. Uh, Oh, the disgrace, I mean, <laughs> grace of golf. Yes. Uh, so, let's rewind the time, go back about, what, a month and a half, two months? <laughs> yeah. And start over right. here at the uh, Genesis Open out in California, uh, where not only did Bubba Watson win in dramatic fashion, 
he actually participated in another event the same weekend that I bet you didn't know was going on. Casey, what was it? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Bubba Watson actually participated, and not only participated, but won. Well, he didn't win himself, but his team collectively won. Mm-hmm. The NBA All-Star Celebrity Game. Okay, so does he shoot the basketball left? I didn't watch the game, so does he shoot the basketball left-handed as well? Uh, so I'm glad you bring this up. I have one, one wonderful shot, one little clip of him shooting the basketball, and I want to say he shot it right-handed. <laughs> so I basically put you on the spot. No, really. So the clip that I have is him getting tossed. His shot was like unorthodox to say the least. It's like me going out there and playing golf right now. Okay. It is really shoot from the waist. I'm just going to throw it up there and pray that it goes in kind of thing. Eyes closed. Essentially was his shot selection. Okay, so a little background on me. I everything I'm hor- I, like I can play just about anything, but basketball it's not one of them. What? I, my shot looks beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it is beautiful. Like I look like I should be like a spot up three guy. Okay. And I mean, brick city. Brick city. It ne- just never goes in. So, anyways, yeah, I'm out on the basketball thing. But yeah, I'm, I am curious to know whether he shot right left, right or left handed. Uh, well, I will say this, and you can probably quote me on this, so go ahead and do All that. Right. Quotation marks. Quote, quote, air quotes for yeah. you guys. I, left-handed. Okay. All I right. want to say he shot left-handed on that. He, he also swang, swing, swing. There's that, there's a country twang coming out. He swings. He, uh, <laughs> he definitely swings the club left-handed and shoots the ball left-handed. Okay. I take your word for it. So, but... To go back to what I was saying earlier, he actually had an embarrassing moment. And I wouldn't say embarrassing as in a golfer playing basketball, just as a basketball player, basketball situation. Uh, it's never good to be in a situation where there's cameras on you at all times mm-hmm. and you really don't know what you're doing out there. Uh Especially going up against ex-NBA All-Stars or WNBA players or people that have played before. <laughs> or so, anyone not Bubba Watson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, speaking of that, uh, DJ actually declined to be a part of this. He was offered to be a part of it, too. Uh, he had the good gracious and the wherewithal to not do it. So. Well, but maybe if he would have done it. We would be talking about him right now and his ability. I feel like DJ would be a better basketball player. I feel like he has the natural ability. He's got the height, right? He's, he's a big he, dude, isn't he? He is a big dude. But that's the same thing with Bubba Watson. Bubba's just as big, too. He's every bit of, what, 6'2", 6'3"? Really? Maybe even 6'4"? Hmm. I mean, I looked it up like six years ago. I, he could have grown <laughs> since then. I don't know. Yeah, I, I uh, am not on the up and up with... Uh, Heights and weights of all golf players. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think anybody should be. That's actually kind of creepy. But that, that, that means I had a lot of time on my hands. Okay. Researching I mean... the wrong kind of things. <laughs> so, he did win the Honda Class. Oh, sorry. Wow. He did win the Genesis Open. 
in dramatic fashion. He also won the NBA All-Star Game, part of the team. Uh, that was also the start of, I believe, Tiger Woods coming back. A little bit. Yeah, Just that was the uh, glimpse. Glimpse. Small. A, a small glimpse. The first of his back-to-back weekends of playing that everybody decided to make a big deal of it. Yeah. Everybody in media, I don't know what it was. I, I get it. Tiger is the... Tiger's Tiger. Tiger is the face of golf. Tiger single-handedly has carried golf for the past two decades. Oh, yeah. Without Tiger, the PGA would definitely not be where they're currently at. That's for sure. At least in my opinion. I agree. And what's crazy about this is he's coming back. He's doing his thing. And the kids that are playing right now that are coming up fell in love with Tiger while Tiger was in his dominance. And now to have Tiger still... Hanging um, around? Hanging hanging around. That, that, there you like, go. Is, uh, is very... Uh, Interesting. It's kind of funny. A nice little kind of full circle coming around with that. Uh, let's see. I mean, what? Tiger's 41, maybe? 42? I think he's 42. 42. I mean, what? Tom Watson, in the last couple years, has been doing well at some of the majors, right? Tom Watson has actually been in the top 10 consecutively over the past year. Yeah. And that guy's like 100. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he... He might be, you know, limestone age. But <laughs> I mean, it's all maybe not 100. I think he was born in the 1900s. Oh, okay. Well, okay. you know, he. good luck <laughs> with that. But it's not to say, this is the beauty of golf. You don't have to be the young studs, you know, drilling the ball 400 feet down the uh, fairway. Just look at lefty. What was it? The... Uh, WGC down in Mexico, the World Golf Classic down in Mexico. Lefty came out of left field yes, and ended up winning against these young guns, against Thomas. I was just impressive all around to see this. Yeah, no, that was a great tournament by, by Phil. Uh, I've always liked watching Phil play. Uh, he's a risk taker, risk taker, so am I. Although he, he usually comes out on the on the better end of that when he takes those risks. but yeah. Well, when you say better end of it, does it? Do you mean that he uh, finishes on the back end on the wrong side of the top ten? <laughs> no, well, no, 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 no. Like you know, when you, ta- when you talk about taking risks on the golf course, granted, you know, my risks versus his risks are much, much different. <laughs> um, <laughs> his, you know, includes millions of dollars. Mine includes either bragging rights or maybe a nickel a hole. But literally, like the gambles that he takes or has been known to take have paid off you know, quite handsomely. And he's finally got his majors and stuff like that. So keep playing the way you play, Phil. Okay. Can he, can you say that? Cause okay. This, the other week, this is his first actual win since I, I want to say 2015. Like he has been in such a drought that can you say that him being risky and taking these chances actually gets him to that he has more wins than I do. Okay. <laughs> so he that's has how I'll, more I'll, wins than you and I combined. There you go. How about so that? hey, one win in two years or now three years, I'll take it because uh, that pay 
my kid's college probably if he decided to go. Yeah. Uh, that would pay for my college if I decided <laughs> to go. <laughs> so Tiger's back. Played in the Honda Classic. First time. First, what, back-to-back majors and since the back surgeries for sure. So before that, which was a good three years ago, so probably about the same time Phil won. So 2015, since he played a back-to-back games? Yeah. And maybe even before that. Uh, I, I, I didn't do my research like a good boy, so I, have, I couldn't tell you. It's okay. I'm working on outdated information as it is anyways. <laughs> this is all probably subject to change. There's probably nothing right about this at all. Uh, so we talked about the Honda Classic. Uh, we talked about a little bit about Tiger playing in the Honda Classic, which I will say he was competitive, though he didn't make the cut in at the Genesis. Yeah. And everybody was kind of like, oh, Tiger. No, Tiger still no. stinks. Nobody yeah, likes exactly. him. And then the next week he comes back and makes the cut. And not only makes the cut, he was relevant. By relevant, I mean he was in like the top five, ten. He was still like 18 strokes back, but he was in the top five. Hey, top five finish. Right? He's already made more money this year in the tournaments (laughs) that he's played than I will make in the next ten. Not including endorsements, by the way. Endorsements. Yeah, endorsements. Speaking of endorsements. Today's Quacker Podcast has been brought to you by William Goat's Fine Musk Cologne. Smell like a barnyard all day long. That's William Goat's Fine Musk Cologne by Wild Farms Incorporated. Now back to the Quacker Golf Podcast with your host, Casey Hedrick. And before we took a break, we were talking about Tiger Woods. So, Luke, I got a question for you. Is Tiger trending upwards? Oh, I definitely think he's trending upwards. It's just, will his body... <clears throat> handle that? I mean, can his body take it? Like, every time he takes a shot, it looks like he winces, and I don't know if it's because it's a bad shot or if it's because <laughs> of his back or or what. Even when it's a good shot. So, I don't know. But I, I, I think he's trending up, Seriously. but will his body be able to, you know, handle all of it? So, he, he's constantly going up. I mean, and it's kind of indicative to how he was playing in the past couple weeks. So, if we went back to the start of the season at the Genesis, you can see that he didn't make the cut. He wasn't Tiger at all. And we were all kind of waving him off. We were all talking about, should he even be playing this game? Should we even consider him playing this game? Should we just give him his little farewell tour, let it call it off, and say, hey. You swan know song. The swan, exactly. The swan <laughs> song. Should this be his little song and dance, let him go out on a high note, give him the superstar treatment, shake all the hands, slap all the babies. I mean, whatever. <laughs> And uh, have them go. You know, all the greats did it. Kobe had it just recently. You had Derek Jeter. Was it Mario Riviera the other day or a couple years before that? I mean, why can't Tiger have his own? Now, you know, if if he, like, people would actually bring babies out so he could smack them. (laughs) You know they would. He would. And I think he could get away with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, they would never wash their child again. Tiger Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods slap my child's face. Like, yeah. I'll forever have an imprint on his face. Yeah. They might even get it tattooed on. I think that's illegal, but, like, this is Tiger Woods' handprint. Imprint across his face. 
Um, but we were talking about Tiger Money, right? We were talking yeah, about Yeah, we were talking Tiger's money and so how I, he was... I did a little research. Okay. And right now, Tiger in the... What has he played in? Four tournaments? This is his fifth tournament fifth? right now. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of, um, he has made a total of $783,485. That's just... <laughs> that's a like what? one top ten finish. That And that's... What? Yeah, it, what? That's <laughs> unbelievable. I, God, I wish I could play golf professionally. Yeah. 700. And you know he doesn't have to pay for anything else. Oh, no, no, no. no. So this is straight pocketing. It's like cha-ching. Four, that, and, that, and that's what, three weeks? No, sorry. Four weeks, four two total months. Weeks. Yeah. Two months of preparation total and you're pocketing. Wow. What am I doing wrong in my life? Yeah. Yeah, well, we're, yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, so he makes, he misses a cut in Genesis. He makes the cut at the Honda the next week. And not only does he make the cut, he was actually in, conti- in con- contention. Contention, yeah. Contestant, contention. 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 Definitely contention. He was definitely contention going into the final round, final day, that Sunday. Mm-hmm. But... You know, the story that was going on during that time was uh, Justin Thomas talking about how Tiger, because usually when Justin's in contention, Tiger's still not in contention. <laughs> like, he's the As one that... late, yeah. Yeah, he's the guy that's cheering him on, the raw, raw. You go, little buddy. Exactly. And this was the first week in four years <laughs> that Tiger was actually in contention at the same time. Uh, Justin Thomas was in contention. Mm-hmm. Now you're looking at it. Justin comes back and says, "I didn't get my tweet or I didn't get my text from Tiger in the morning on Sunday saying good luck." I was kind of heartbroken on this. <laughs> He's Tiger. He's serious. Like, By the way, I think I'm going to refer to Tiger. Every time I say Tiger from now, it's going to be Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. So you're English right. now. Exactly. Or is it Australian? Australian. Yeah. yeah. Australian. Yeah. Australian. Tiger. Tiger. That it definitely plays better. <laughs> uh, then he let's see, the next week was the Honda. No, after Honda was the Valspar, right? No, it was the World Golf Classic oh, down yeah, in Mexico. Yeah. And since he isn't considered the top thirty players in the world, I think they actually have him as of this week at one forty three. Yep, is that? That's a great. Typo? Like he's really ranked <laughs> like the bottom one forty three. Well, I think when you're talking about Tiger, you should <laughs> even if he's but like we had spoken off you know off air. If you start making concessions for somebody like Tiger, you're gonna have to you know make concessions for others. You can't just do it on his name alone. I wish I wish that were the case. They'd get their ratings would be a lot better. But. Exactly. If you would have, if Tiger would have played at the WCG Classic, I guarantee you the ratings would have been up because it's Tiger, and B, the field would have definitely been more successful because everybody plays their best when Tiger's out on the course because everybody tries their hardest. Oh, after all those 20 years of beatdowns, they're like, oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, I got the old man where I want him now. Exactly. I want to have my name above his, and that's the whole goal. (laughs) I'm going to play better, so when I look at the leaderboard, (laughs) my name and then Tiger's underneath it. Yep. And that's how every golfer should be looking at this thing. That's how I would be. 
I completely agree. But I still say he would be considered one of the top 30 players. I guarantee you he is one of the top 30 players this... Okay. Yes, his rankings is 143. But I can bet you money that right now he is at least in the top 30 going into that weekend of players in the uh, PGA Tour. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you take just the the tournaments that he's played in so far, I'd have to do yeah. the research, of course, but I don't do those things. Um, <laughs> you would, he would, de- he, I would almost, he would have to be in the top 30. And look, if you have that information, you can, you can tweet it to us or you can correct us if you want, by the way. That's and, right. At Quacker Golf. Yeah. On Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you, if you're still on Facebook, <laughs> I'm still on MySpace. Oh gosh. <laughs> So I need to get just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. So if he's trending upwards, he's not in the top 30. Where's the ceiling on this guy? What What is going to happen? Like, if he's continually growing, you can see that the next week over at, he play, did actually play next week, the following week at the Valspar Pro-Am. Yeah. And not only did he compete, not only was he in contention on Friday, or su- Sunday, he actually got second he was a putt shy of being in a playoff with paul casey no he played really really well i I look all things point in the right direction for tiger um but i really question his health if if you want my whole look i've had surgeries before i've had three and even though they say you come back like a gem look i can barely lift my arms over my shoulders so that's got, you know, that is definitely down the road. Now, conditioning is the other thing. I'm not exactly what you call an avid <laughs> exercise person. Um, thank gosh. Probably haven't seen the gym in like, what, three years? <laughs> um, let's, we could probably go 10. Oh, but, hey. I was being generous. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But, you know, if he continues with his conditioning and continue, continues to um, stay healthy, yeah, then, then yeah, I, I see him. Uh, now mark my words, I see him winning a major. This year? I didn't say this year. I'm just saying that if he continues to stay healthy, he will win a major. Another one, if not more. Bold. Bold. That's right. That is a bold statement for sure because I don't – I can see him being in contention. I can see him playing – Every week to be in contention and even gracing the top five a few times. But to go on, on the record and say that he, he's going to win, I don't know if he's got it in him anymore. I mean, sure, I want him to win. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see Tiger win a major and kind of reclaim that fire of what he had once. Well, golf needs it for sure. Well, yeah, golf is dependent on that. <laughs> solely dependent on that. I mean, sure, we golf does have some up and coming players. They do have some veteran players that are still there that are really relevant. 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 Yes. Relevant. I'm a nameology kind of guy. <laughs> I'm pretty good at words. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, I'm a fan. 
of linguistics. Is that is that the right word? Is that the right word to use? I don't even know if that's the right term to use. I was gonna say linguini, but you know, hey, (laughs) linguistic works for me. (laughs) I don't even think linguistics is is right either. I'm just fantastic. I'm a fan of the English language. Uh, There, there we go. I'll I'll use that. As you say this in an Australian accent, tiger, tiger, (laughs) tiger. But yeah, we do have some up and coming players. We have, you know, DJ, which mm-hmm. is a monster out there. Yes, he's a very big man. But he, I feel like he hasn't played much this year. He really hasn't. At least at I least haven't he, heard his name. His name hasn't been mentioned as much as it's been in the past two years. But is that because of Tiger? Is that <laughs> are is the PGA so focused on Tiger that all these other players are falling by the wayside? They almost have to be. Cause, but you have DJ, top two player in the world. Well, top you've also three. got Rory. Then you got Rory. You have Justin Thomas, who won it last year. You got little Ricky Fowler. You got little Ricky Fowler, and then you have the uh, Longhorn, uh, Jordan <laughs> Spieth. Mm-hmm. So, which is, I, I will say this: you have the Longhorn Jordan Spieth. You have the Ricky Fowler from Oklahoma State. I'm just saying the Big Twelve. And their golf game is impressive because didn't OU win it this past year? Yeah, they won the uh, national championship in, in golf this this past year. So uh, just a shout-out to the Big 12 Conference and yeah. the uh, golfers out there. Yeah, for the game of golf. You know, way to keep pushing it forward. <laughs> I will say that one of the guys from uh, OU's team was from my hometown of Yukon, uh, Oklahoma. Nice. Uh I think his name was Docky. What's the little kid's last name? Did you say Doggy? No, Docky. <laughs> oh, he's gonna. Uh, that's gonna be bad. Okay, hey, that's I like the strongest. Up. I don't know. So that. that I don't get. Re- I'm not trying to misrepresent names. I just yeah. yeah. I, sh- don't put me there again. We're not going back <laughs> on that conversation. So yeah, you have these five, six players, golfers. Yeah. That are uh, legit. They are week in and week out. Phenomenal. They're playing in contention. They're doing what they need to do. And those are just the American ones. We're not talking about Henrik Stinton, Stinson. Yeah. Uh, Matsui is the. Uh, he hasn't played this year. And that guy was phenomenal. He finished within the top five literally every week. Yeah. Every week. There was also. We have veterans still out there. Uh, the Valspar was actually won by. Oh, it was Paul Casey, who is. Pretty up there in age. He's been around for quite a while. Yeah, he's been around for a minute. And then, but the WGC lefty one. Yeah, WCG lefty one. 42, 43 year old lefty, mm-hmm. still playing the game, just as well as all these young Thundercats out there. It's great to see it. I mean, well, I love yeah, the fact you of golf that you don't have to be old or young. Well, you just have to look. Golf is all about the swing, and if you still got it. Look, it's about putting the ball in the fairway and putting the ball on the green and, and being able to putt. I mean, I know that sounds uh, extremely simple, simple, but that's what it is. Uh, you, It's not keep the ball in the fairway, which I never do, which is why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, uh, speaking of that, I don't think I've hit a fairway once in my career. I mean, my career is not like, that distinguished, but even rec play. I don't think I've ever hit the fairway in my entire life. I've I've hit a few cart paths. Did it? <laughs> did it eventually get onto the fairway from the cart path, or no, did it? No, just kept going down the cart. I think path. you know what. 
I think it bounced over a hill and it might have trickled down into like the fringe of the fairway, more like the rough of it. That could count. I mean, I was good. There was a couple. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're we're counting it. Yep. So you so you've I did been once, on a fairway once. Once. And it was it was a great. It was, I've hit a lot of fairways in my time. I've been playing a, a long time, and I was I, used, I was terrible for a long time. And if it wasn't for a couple people, I'm not gonna name any names because I really don't like them anymore. <laughs> but uh, uh, they really, I mean, you want to talk about going out and showing no mercy on somebody? For like five years, I endured just whooping after whooping and so finally one day i was like you know what let's get a let's get a membership so we went and got a membership and slowly like every day i'd go and and play like nine holes after work and gradually my scores started going down started in the mid 50s you know a couple weeks three weeks then it's you know 50 then it's you know three weeks out 45 then another three weeks out 40 and then i was playing and beating the one of the other this other person and uh, this person, greatest shot of my career. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Now okay. that we're going to talk about careers. Because it's not really a career. But uh, <laughs> okay. greatest shot ever. I was about 160 out on hole nine. I get into an ar- argument with this person because I'm absolutely mopping the floor with them. Or the course. And they, they get extremely mad at me. And they drive off in the cart. So I'm standing there with my, you know, my nine iron. <laughs> so <laughs> what? I, you know, so anyways... I hit the ball, and I'm angry at this point. I don't even know how I hit the shot. I, I'm, I hit it. I see it bounce twice and go directly in the hole. Just boom, boom, in. And I had zero witnesses. Zero. Because it was, it was getting late. It was dust. There wasn't a lot, of pe- a lot of people out there. And that person never saw it go in the hole. And, and still probably to this day refuses to believe that it did. And that, and then on that round of nine, I shot thirty-seven. So one over. Yeah, probably. Uh, I can't remember the course, but uh, it was one of the the links courses that around here. Okay, so I think it was more country club. That's amazing. That's still yeah. No, I mean it's still like that's, amazing shot. I mean, I won't believe you because <laughs> I've seen you play and. I don't believe that. This shot is true. At all. This is totally true. I've I promise. I've seen you play. And <laughs> Well, we'll find oh. out. So, <laughs> so I have a quick question on a fun note. All right. So I just saw this happen, and I'm not really sure exactly what the rule is on this. And it should kind of segue into one of our uh, one of our next segments that are coming up called Ask a Quacker. Uh-huh. But I'm going to start it right now. You're driving the ball down. Down the fairway, which we just admitted that we've never really been. I've never been. You've been there a few more times. All right. And my ball lands and comes to a rest. The next person behind them hits the ball and, by the grace of God, mm-hmm. actually hits my ball in the fairway. Okay. Where does your ball go? But Ten buck two. I don't know. I'm just saying, do I have to go replace my ball to where it was when it originally landed? Nope. Or where it is at now since the other ball hit my ball. and it... It's – it's if your ball is in play and a, another ball hits your ball, bocce ball, then <laughs> <laughs> then it, you play it where it lies. So it is you play where it lies. Yes. So you don't – okay. Ask the big guy off of uh, – what's that movie? 
um, with Adam Sandler. Oh, Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin will tell play, you yeah, Shooter McGavin that you have to play it where it lies. Play it where it lies. He had to play it <laughs> off Frankenstein's foot. Fat, yes, fat foot. There. Fat foot. Oh, excuse me. So, oh, I get it. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. It's Happy Gilmore. <laughs> but how does a car run into those stands of where the uh, machine, where the tower falls? Yeah, the camera tower. Camera tower. And at what point... Does someone go, hey, we should probably move this out of the way and not play where it lies? Man-made structure. Right. It's a man-made structure, right? Yeah. So, so they should have moved it. And I, I believe that's correct. In all reality, that should have been moved? Yes. I mean, in my little knowledge of the game, just saying. I, I think I'm almost positive. Well, let's find out. We'll see if anybody online can uh, validate that. Uh, if you guys want to send a message to Quacker Golf, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever one, and uh, we'll catch you on the other side. Who doesn't love a cold, refreshing beverage on a hot summer day? You guessed it, nobody. So the next time you feel the need to refresh, try a nice, cold, coolie water sandwich from Zeke's Hillbilly Brewery. Smooth, unfiltered, dry-aged malt liquor that'll slap that heat off you like a mama does when you come home after dark. That's coolie water sandwich. Care of Zeke's Hillbilly Brewery, Slap Out, Oklahoma. And we're back. Each week here at the Quacker Golf Podcast, we'll be highlighting our very prestigious and highly covenant award, the Quacker Award, where we will be highlighting the most embarrassing, I mean, memorable moment from this past week in golf. And this is anything that's going on from the pros to what was submitted and found through our social media accounts. Now, this week is a special award. Uh, it didn't actually happen this week. It highlights the very first week of the tour, and that is Bubba Watson. We highlighted him earlier. We talked about the, him being in the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game, and he is basically the whole reason why this award even exists. That's right. This first recipient of the Quacker Award is Bubba Watson getting his shot tossed. No thrown into the stands <laughs> by the old Tracy McGrady. Yes, we have successfully found a photo of this glorious image, and we will be posting it on a social media account. Thank you by uh, golf.com. And this will be uploaded later today because you can't miss this. This shot is incredible. The best part about it, I mean, aside from the lack of, a form of the shot, you know. Oh, by the way, he is left-handed. We, we yes, researched that's it. been confirmed. He is left-handed. He is fully left-handed. Uh, so if you still want to send us an email about it, go right ahead. But Or just to say how, you know, less unsmart we are yeah, for basically. not knowing if he is actually a left-handed shooter. And we had the photo basically in front of us the entire time. Yes, we did. So, yeah. Uh, you know, so the best part about this, you know, aside from his eyes being closed while taking the shot, uh, he was bracing for impact because old Tracy was going for it. Yeah, oh. he, uh, I, I don't know why he just didn't grab the ball. He could have just grabbed the ball and I, just took it from I think that's more him. embarrassing if you would have just caught the ball. I, I've, I've known this from experience. <laughs> I may have played a time or two and had my shot blocked I don't think it's been to the level of 
being in like an NBA All Star game with cameras around, like I was alluding to earlier. Yeah. But I've had a couple blocks in my past where the guy just caught the ball in the air and just brought it down. I don't think I think that's more demoralizing <laughs> as a person <laughs> to know that your shot was just completely rejected and not necessarily rejected, just caught and brought down like it was just a rebound. Did he throw it into the stands? I didn't see it live. Yeah, uh, he should have. <laughs> I didn't could've. see it live either. I, I do know that uh, Ellen was there. Mm-hmm. Dressed as Justin Bieber, so oh. that was really fun. And okay. there was a few All Stars in attendance, but I think there were WNBA All Stars. That yeah, yeah, I don't know. Kevin Hart was there, I think. Oh, he's at every one of those. He didn't anything play. celebrity, like All Star, like the baseball, you know, All Star game for baseball. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is there. Kevin Hart. That that is what Kevin Hart does. We need to see him at the All Star hockey game. Oh, my God, that would be hysterical. See Kevin Hart on skates. Can we make this happen? And can we get The Rock? Because you know he's going to be there with him. <laughs> yeah. Can we get yeah. Dwayne Johnson on skates, too? I know. But here's the funny thing. He did do that movie, The Tooth Fairy. And I know we're going off tangent right now. He did it. I, I got kids. And he I got his, kids, too, man, but I've never seen Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy. It, it is. Excuse me, that's kid, plural. But, yeah, yeah. I have not seen The Tooth Fairy. Yes, The Tooth Fairy is probably one of the best movies ever. Not that there's classic. anything wrong with that, okay? I just want to say that right now. What? Look, if you want, if Tooth Fairy is your gig, then by all means, Kids, have at it. There are There is a Tooth Fairy, by the way. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yes. And there is a Santa. Yes. And an Easter Bunny. Yes. And there is a pro golfer out there that can shoot a 59. Yes. Absolutely. So... But yeah, Bubba gets this award, going back on subject. He is the award winner because this shot was just utterly incredible. I think you, know, you got to be doing something right is if the Quacker Golf Award for the week is for something that he's not even playing golf. Like it, it was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> that it was it wasn't even golf related. Related. It just happened to be a golfer being a part of it. Yes. That's all he has. That's bad. That, That's was, super bad. It's really bad. And that is why this award is in fact, in effect, in effect, in effect, in effect. Congratulations, Bubba Watson. Congratulations. Well done. Well done, sir. Golf clap all well, around. Oh. Well done, sir. Well done. Now, finally, I want to introduce you guys to the... A new segment. I guess they're all kind of new since this is our first podcast. This is the first podcast, yes. So I can't talk like this is a new segment when it is (laughs) really new altogether. Mm -hmm. But uh, we kind of alluded to it earlier, right before we went to commercial break, and it was the hashtag Ask a Quacker. And this is where every week we'll be taking questions from you, our listeners, the gallery, on one of our three media social platforms, like I said, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can get us at, at Quacker Golf. And we'll be answering them to the worst of our abilities because obviously you're not here for educational purposes. If you are, then stop playing golf. Because or, or, or don't, but you know. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> the best thing. Uh, but yeah. So, our first question comes from at Chauncey L. Oh, excuse me. 
at our Chauncey L. And his question is, my hit is in the rough about 100 yards from the cup. What club do you recommend? Okay, so for me, <clears throat> how many yards is it? He said 100. 100. 100. Okay. And I'm assuming that there's nothing really in his way. Okay. We'll, we'll play that bet. All right, Chauncey, you need to be more specific next time, please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so 100 yards uh, in the rough? Um, yeah, in the rough. Because okay. uh, he's just like us and can't make yeah, it to a fairway. I got you. Okay, so 100 yards out. I am mm, sand wedge, pitching wedge, depending depending on how deep in the rough it is. If it's resting on top, I'm going to go sand wedge in. Hopefully a little bit of backspin and you know, cash it in the cup. What about you? Okay, so... I did my research here. I went on Pinterest. I looked it up, and it, Pinterest is telling me that about give it about a three-fourth swing on the nine iron, or a full swing on the pitching wedge. But if you're asking me what club to use in that situation, I'd say you're really deep in that rough, my friend. <laughs> I say you should probably grip your nine iron and rip it. <laughs> You're still going to be off the green no matter what club you choose. So if you shake it, you still got another swing away from being on the green. And there's a possible three putt, a generous three putt <laughs> on yeah. a par four. <laughs> so double, triple bogeys for everyone, all right? Yeah. So don't worry about par. Don't worry about the pair waiting to play behind you. They're probably already jealous because of your denim shorts. <laughs> Does that include flip-flops? That It does include flip-flops, okay. a sideways visor, oh, it's and some spiky hair. Sleeveless? sleeveless no, we're shirt. classy. We're classy. It's button-up sleeveless shirt. <laughs> With a collar? With, With a, a collar. collar. Okay. You, got, you, okay. you have to. There's rules, all right? There's rules <laughs> on the golf course. Okay, so for quacker golfers, is that is this, this us as quacker golfers? We, we are quacker golfers. So sleeveless polo. Sleeveless polos. With denim shorts. Denim shorts. Flip-flops. Flip-flops. And a sideways visor. And upside down. Oh. Sideways. That's better. Oh, as, yeah. As, as where, that's where and backwards? At. Yeah. Backwards works. Okay. I think All right. That, it, that's fair. That's key essential where it should be. Okay. So if you want to be the best quacker golfer out there, just remember, flip-flops, denim shorts, cut-off polo, backwards, upside-down visor. That's right. Check. Got it. All right. And you're well on your way to be the best well-dressed golfer on the course. Everybody's going to be jealous of you, so don't worry. <laughs> All right. Our next question comes from at Tyler Conradi. His question is, what's your favorite club in the bag? Um, For me, it is, gosh, it's... Oof. So old McElroy from the movie Ten Cup, yeah, loves the seven iron. I was gonna say seven iron, but I have to say that mine happens to be my two iron. Your two iron, that, yes, that is a really odd club to have in your bag. <laughs> well, let alone your favorite club in the bag. The reason why I carry a two iron, okay, is because I've been known on occasion to hit an errant drive, you know. Whether it's a duck hook, a hard <laughs> slice, or a quack, yeah, quack. a quack, essentially. Um, 
so I keep the trusty two iron in the bag. So if my driver's not working for me, boom, that thing's dead eye. And it's actually a ping eye, as a matter of fact. A ping eye. I, I do actually have a ping eye. Two I iron. like the club. I enjoy Mine's it. Mine's oversized, though. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I don't know if mine's oversized or not. But all I, all I know is it keeps me on the fairway when the driver is not working, which is a lot of the time. So, <laughs> so, so what about you? What is your favorite club? So, all right. my Actually, my favorite club is the sandwich. <laughs> Especially when the uh, edges are cut off and cut into those little triangles. And it's all arranged with, like, fries around it. It's all tacked down by, like, frilly toothpicks. Like, it has to be the frilly toothpicks. Frilly club. toothpicks? Does it have, a, like, an umbrella on it? No, it's it's frilly. It's got like the little string attached to it where it's wrapped around. Over oh, and over. yeah, yeah, okay, I got and you. And it looks like a, a eleven year old Asian kid in middle of China. Pardon me, is like getting like a little knife and just like curling every single one. How do you get those little curls at the end of it? Uh, with scissors. I, I hope Have you ever they, seen I somebody hope not using scissors over there? But I mean, they are. <laughs> this is unethical all the way. <laughs> But yeah, that's the sweet stuff right there. <laughs> so the club sandwich. Definitely the best club in the bag. And uh, yes, I keep a sandwich in my bag at all times. I get hungry on the course, and I need something to sober me up a little bit. Okay, I'm so, fat. So, so, <laughs> so do you think that the club sandwich improves your game? Uh, it's a foot long. <laughs> Why yeah, ain't messing you around, know? are you? I'm not messing around. <laughs> I don't play games when it comes to food. I love my food. Half on the front, half on the back. I love that back nine. Or back half. Okay. It's my favorite. I mean, sweet, dude. I mean, you do what you got to do, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And our final question of the day comes from, we don't actually have a last question of the day. We can only get two people to give us questions and... After these answers, there's a good chance they won't be back. Ah, have faith. Maybe we can find some more people next week. If you or know someone that would like to be a part of the gallery, all you have to do is message, tweet, notify us once more at Quacker Golf with the hashtag AskAQuacker. That's it for this week's show. This is the first and probably last installment of the Quacker Golf podcast. As I said before, I'm Casey Hedrick, and my special guest this week is Luke Rosenberger. Sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> I really have no idea what I'm doing on this thing.